All right, the garage logicians. Uh, we, can you do this quickly? Yeah, we want to make sure everybody gets their garage logic pint glasses that they ordered from the sports fantasy auction. And the next pickup dates are as follows. Monday, January 22nd, this upcoming Monday, and Tuesday, the 23rd. This is a morning session from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Public and private. Yes, they'll be set up in the front <laughs> lobby, and you need to have your confirmation email voucher, and uh, you can have somebody else pick it up for you, but they just need to have the confirmation email voucher this with This is worse than getting them. a passport. I know it is. I know it is. So the 22nd and 23rd, Monday and Tuesday, from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. It's pretty simple. You probably don't need to call in, but if you do, uh, 651-647-1500, ask for Elizabeth. Hey, what if the Vice can't get back here Sunday night? You know, we were just talking about the weather that we're going to be experiencing. That sounds like a genuine winter storm headed our way. Sounds like an added two-hour commute for yours truly. Put him on a bus. Yeah. No, Matt. Wait, what? Put who on a bus? I want to get this in. I want to oh. get this in. I sense the mood is. Uh, I'm. I'm going to lose it. Uh, uh, I'm going to lose my group here if I don't uh, hurry up because I know you are all intending to become very festive here, aren't you? Oh, let's. I mean, it's I'm ready. Friday. But the yeah, I wonder if I get the time in the town. <laughs> the Star Tribune had uh, an extra to me, to my way of thinking, an extraordinary piece on the opinion pages today, and. Well, they reprinted an editorial that ran Monday in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and in its sister paper, the Toledo Blade. Okay. And in the editorial, uh, I'll, I'll read you the first couple of paragraphs. It was an editorial that in its essence was saying, can we quit calling Trump names and get down to some real hard work that would that would enable the dreamers to stay here and let's work on an immigration bill. Can we cut out the BS and get to the get to the work at hand? All right. The nuts and bolts. Let's go yeah. here. Yeah. Let me roast. tell you what happened. The roast. So the uh, the Pittsburgh Post Gazette uh, and the authors are called the editorial board. Wrote calling someone a racist is the new McCarthyism. The charge is pernicious. The accuser doesn't need to prove it. It simply hangs over the accused like a great human stain. What have we been saying here? Uh, racism has lost it's, it's lost its meaning. meaning. It's just it's been weaponized. Right. It's been weaponized. So that first paragraph, I certainly agree with that. It has become not a descriptive term for a person who believes in the superiority of one race over another, but a term of malice and libel, almost beyond refutation, as the words communist or communist sympathizer were in the 1950s. Yes, precisely so. Precisely so. Moreover, the accuser somehow covers himself in an, in an immunity of superiority. If I call you a racist, I probably, probably will not be called one. And finally, having chosen the ultimate epithet, I have dodged the obligation to converse or build. Uh, and then it goes on to say, if Trump is called a racist for saying some nations are bleephole countries, does that help pass a dreamer's bill to keep gifted young people in this nation, people who have something to give the United States and are not and are undocumented only because they were brought here by their parents illegally? That's the goal, is it not, to save the dreamers? That's what the White House meeting last week was about. It's a, it was the, it was what the whole week was about until we went down the racist rabbit hole. Okay, I won't read you the whole editorial, but that's as, that's about as strong as it gets. Yep. Uh, I'll read you the, uh, I'll read you the ending. 
We need to confine the word racist to people like Bull Connor and Dylan Roof, for if every person who speaks inelegantly or from a position of privilege or ignorance or expresses an idea we dislike or happens to be a white male is racist, the term is devoid of meaning. Exactly what we've been saying here. Watered down. We have to stop calling each other names in this country and battle each other with ideas and issues, not slanders. Now, in response to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, and the Toledo Blade running that editorial, the all 150 members of the Newspaper Guild of Pittsburgh wrote their own letter to the editor, okay. which the paper did not print, but which the Guild uh, made available on its, uh, on its Facebook page. Okay. <clears throat> to the editor. The Newspaper Guild of Pittsburgh, the union representing 150 reporters, photographers, copy editors, artists, and other editorial employees at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette is collectively appalled and crestfallen by the repugnant editorial Reason as Racism. As a matter of course, the Guild does not weigh in on editorial positions, but this piece is so extraordinary in its mindless, syncophatic embrace of racist values and outright bigotry espoused by this country's president that we would be morally, journalistically, and humanly remiss not to speak out against it. I won't read this whole thing either. Uh, it goes on to say this editorial is a blight on the 231 years of service the Post-Gazette has provided to its readers. Uh, okay, sincerely, the executive committee of the Newspaper Guild of Pittsburgh. Here's what I took from it. Okay. Uh, yes, in the editorial, uh, written by the editorial board of the Post-Gazette and the Toledo Blade, uh, you could construe them to be defending Trump. You could construe yeah. them to be defending Trump. The larger message, and I think an extremely valid one, on the part of the editorial board, is that the term racist has become weaponized. Yes. It is the new McCarthyism. And and so what I've learned is I must be absolutely loathed by my ink-stained brothers and sisters because I share the exact same sentiments, not necessarily when it comes to Trump, but I share the exact same sentiments on the use of the word race, racism, and racist as this editorial uh, espouses. I share the exact same sentiments. The word has become meaningless, meaningless, because it's just it's just weaponized. It it's used to pigeonhole you. It's used to beat right. you over, the, and right. you have no defense. You're a racist, uh, Rook. You're uh, a racist. Your hands go up. You go. I. I You're what, a racist. What, what, why? What, what I, I don't do? like what you thought. I don't like what I you can't said. Help you with that. Yeah. But but the point is, what to me the response by the newsroom is tantamount to them insisting that the word should be used in the matter of McCarthyism. Their response to me is tantamount to their belief that they have every right in the world to re to weaponize the word and use it the way the left has begun to use it. Not it was supposed to, that's not what it's supposed to, to be, to mean. Well, I, I I know it's a festive day. Uh, you got crashed ice tonight. Yeah, you, you've, I'm you've, feeling you've that already. Crashed ice all weekend. You got the Wild and the Timberwolves coming home. You've got uh, the big game Sunday. But I, I just thought this was an extraordinary revelation uh, to discover what apparently many people already do believe about the journalism industry is that they're a bunch of lefties. Well, how, how can, can you that blame whole, them when you read that? Well, how can that whole group, <laughs> that whole guild? 
there's got to be some there's got to be another one of you inside that group that that doesn't that you know I'm a member I'm for. a member of the local guild yeah uh, should they have done something like this I wonder would I have been given an opportunity to say except for Sushere? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Because I believe the word has lost all meaning, and that should concern minorities. That should concern people of color. Right. You're not doing people of color any favor by rendering this word meaningless. Plus, the people at your guild uh, would resent you because you can go in there and write a column in about an hour, and, and they're sitting there all day, you know, looking at their plans. That, that's not true, man. That's, that's not true. Well, I'm saying you come with an idea already. I work, I work 24 hours a day. Yes. All right. Right here. Yes. Always. But well, when you sit at your desk, you put it down, and you're done. Well, I'm not even, I'm, uh, I've left the newspaper. I'm now a vendor. I'm a free agent. I, I don't even know if that's ever been Call made up. public. Who needs a column here? Hey, I saw you at the wild game. Right next to Ricky selling beer. With the coin purse and the bad hat? Yeah, hey, how much? You need change? No, I... I uh, why am I still a member of the guild, I wonder? They're probably still taking your dues. I don't know. Maybe you I like it. Maybe you think the term racist still stands. Well, it, the word the, the the word's been destroyed, which should concern people for whom it should not be destroyed. I All got right. you. Uh, do you really? Yeah. All right. I do, I do a, have you. I got you. You know who gets it? Delta Airlines. Delta Airlines gets today's ray of hope. Why is that, sir? It announced this morning that it will increase regulations after the company reported an 84% spike in animal-related incidents since 2016. Incidents include urinating, biting, and increased aggression, according to a company news release. The company also linked to an article in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution about a customer who was mauled by a 70-pound support dog. The man received 28 stitches. Whoa. Right? A what? 78-pound support dog? 70-pound support dog. <sighs> the rise in serious incidents involving animals in flight leads us to believe that the lack of regulation in both health and training screening for these animals is creating unsafe conditions across U.S. air travel. John Laughter Delta's senior vice president for corporate safety, security, and compliance said in a news release, as a leader in safety, we worked with our advisory board on disability to find a solution that supports those customers with a legitimate need for these animals while prioritizing a safe and consistent travel experience. The new rules will require all customers traveling with a service or support animal to show proof of health and vaccinations 48 hours in advance. I, I, I'm uh, assuming that means the health and vaccination of the, of the animal. The rules also require passengers bringing such animals to have a letter prepared and signed by a doctor or licensed mental health professional. Yeah. Here, here. Yeah, however... Uh, doctors are throwing those letters out well, left and right well, right now. That's the really bad yeah, well, part. Can I continue? Yeah. Rules also require those with psychiatric service animals and emotional support animals to, provi to provide a signed document confirming that their animal can behave to prevent untrained, sometimes aggressive household pets from traveling without a kennel in the cabin. 
Delta estimated that 700 service or support animals fly on company flights daily, and about 250,000 such animals fly with Delta annually. Leave your bleeping animal at home, you person. Uh, You come back from Nam and you got some issues, I'll give you a support dog. Uh, If you're Mrs. Haverkamp and you're 78 and you're taking your dog to Florida, rethink it. Customers have tried to fly with comfort turkeys. Possums, snakes, spiders, and other animals, according to the company. Well, snakes, I understand, I think. Delta Airlines is taking steps to further protect its customers, employees, and service and support animals by implementing advanced documentation requirements for those animals. Here, here. This comes as a result of a lack of regulation that has led to serious safety risks involving untrained animals in flight. I'm giving, I'm giving Delta Airlines a okay. ray. I'm giving them a ray of hope. Props, hats uh, off. Uh, yeah. If you got a support spider, you right. shouldn't even be flying. Right. You got issues. You got a little Skippy the Spider there in a, in a little box. Uh, boys, I got one for your loose leaf binders. <laughs> okay. Ready? I love yeah. these. Yeah. A 38-year-old Tampa, Florida man was arrested Wednesday on a charge of driving under the influence involving drugs and alcohol Alcohol. After deputies say he mistook a Bank of America drive through where he tried to place an order for Taco Bell. <laughs> Can you make a copy I'm, of that? I'm putting, I'm I'm putting say that it. one in my ear. Look at I never Dear, did I've that. I've never done that. Never done I've that. Never, never done close. that. Close. Never done never. that. How long do you think he was at the window? Hello? I'd like a, a chip, chip burrito. <laughs> and a fish sandwich. The branch manager of the Mariner Boulevard fish Bank sandwich. said they saw Douglas John Francisco passed out in his blue Hyundai sedan while it sat in the drive-up bank lane, according to the Hernando County Sheriff's Office. This was 5 p.m. Wednesday. The manager said they started banging on the window of the car for some time, according to a deputy's report, before Francisco finally woke up. Then Francisco tried to order a burrito. (laughs) When Clawson told he was not, in fact, at a Taco Bell, deputies said he drove to the front parking lot. When deputies arrived, they said they found Francisco in the driver's seat, the car still running. He made several statements that were differing from reality, a deputy wrote to the arrest report. He also denied asking the manager for a burrito. Deputies said his responses to their questions were delayed and that after a field sobriety test, he appeared to be impaired. Uh, Deputies said Francisco also had prescription medication with him under his name. He was booked into the Hernando County Jail and freed Thursday after posting $500. Bail. Dunk a do ball. <laughs> Five hundred bucks. And you want me to keep? You want everybody? You want everybody? Want a copy of that? One? I need a copy of that yeah, so just I can to show my. Put bride. that in your binder. Never yeah. done this, honey. And just go look at. I know the difference between a bank and a drive. Never. Beer. I've never done that. Right. I've never done that. Well, I. I oh, I have to clarify. Give it to Reavers. Well, I, I need. I need. I need a mayoral ruling. I'm, I'm here for you. I, it was not me. I promise you, it was not me. Right, a guy, you know. But I was with the group. Mm-hmm. And I was in the back seat of the car, and we pulled into. We had a sober driver, yeah. And we pulled up to a drive-through, and a guy in our group ordered something because he thought we were at a different restaurant. Well, that's hardly. Uh, that's hardly this case. Okay, good. That's, you're you're <laughs> off the hook right now. Okay, one. I was getting a little nervous. I was yeah, getting a little you nervous. Can't, uh, you can't. You you. That's an innocent mistake. See, is what that, that is. That happens. Right. Yeah. And I see, do, that's another thing I don't do. 
Not that I would ever do this. Right. I don't go through uh, bank drive through lanes. Not, go, to, not to even what? put her up the chute? Inside. Inside. Let's put it a different way, Reeves. I might use the tube to send in your deposit. Thank you. No. Eh, maybe no, not. Let's try another no, one. No, I don't use the tube. Oh, I like the tube. No, I don't go for the tube. Because you, the pneumatic tube? The tube The tube Wait opens up an you, hour before the bank does. I don't off, do the Oftentimes. Tube. You really don't do the drive through bank? My uh, Where I bank, they don't even have a drive through At least the location where I bank. <laughs> Doesn't it? That's what you are. Two words. I'm picturing, you know, uh, Scrooge McDuck at his old teller. Yeah, That's right. a Cobwebs flying. And <laughs> no, I, I uh, will. I, I to keep my hand in. I bank downtown, and uh, there's no. Uh, what do you mean to keep your hand in? To keep my hand in. Uh, I'm, I'm holding up downtown Atlas here with his <laughs> the banking world on his shoulders. No, give no. me my seventeen dollars. <laughs> I need that $17. I want that $17. No, I, I admire that, but I bank at the credit union here because they're, it's more convenient. Yeah, it's very convenient. Yeah, I do ban- I do banking here, too, Yeah, at the credit union. Holding up University Avenue's <laughs> banking future is Atlas. Garage Logic will be back in just a moment. I can't, hold, I can't hit the button because I'm holding up the world. Why would you play this on a festive Friday, Scramble Friday, NFC title game? You got him crying in the chapel. Goes out to those Philly fans that have been fighting with Phil Mackey because they are going to be crying in the chapel after they sold their soul. After you sold your soul. I don't have the Barry White pipes today. Johnny, yes. you recall the story yesterday, before we get to your newscast, mm-hmm. of the three fishermen on the Columbia River yeah. in Oregon who damn near were killed by uh, uh, Rodney Dangerfield driving his boat. Yeah. And Swanson. I looked again today. I tried numerous sites, uh, again, reporting isn't what it used to be. I want to know how the three people didn't, uh, how they survived. Uh, I know you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but we see them on the video. They bail into the river. Yeah. Fully clothed, no life jackets, with their shoes on, and and uh they're they're big people. And you it's tough to you get you get pulled to the bottom when your jackets fill with water and your pants fill with water. I and I wanted to know how did they they must have scrambled back and clung to their to what was ever left of their floating boat. Right. Mm-hmm. No, that's all I had. I just can't find out how they made it. Okay. Like, I'm seeing a news report. They sued the guy, the 75-year-old yeah. idiot driving the boat, and he said, no harm, no foul. Nobody got hurt. That dude needs to have, like, a a, a windshield, you know, put down in the front of the hull of the boat when he's yeah. when he's doing this with the what wheel. A moron. Here's John Height in the newsroom. Thanks, Joe. It's partly sunny and 41 degrees. This update brought to you by LeCans Marine. Hey, Joe, <laughs> speaking of boats. Yeah. Tomorrow I'll be at oh. Lacan's Marine doing oh, yeah, you have an appearance tomorrow. Really? From ten till noon, it's their uh, it's their giant uh, boat show through where the end of the it? month. Where is that Marine? My hometown of Faribault, Minnesota. Oh boy, it's uh, right off of uh, Roberts Lake Boulevard. All right. What Faribault. time are you there? Ten to noon tomorrow, baby. Come on down to meet the fellas. It's uh, those guys are awesome. I've known them my entire life. The Lacan family. They're uh, they're great guys. And come down and get yourself a broat. Yeah. Practice broat safety. Yeah. Your uh, sports headlines this afternoon. Yes. Go ahead. You can, oh, you can you sure? start. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in in a second. I want to plug something when Johnny's uh, just about done with his newscast. All right. Something sh- that you will want to know about, people. All right. 
Your Vikings injury report today, Adam uh, Adam Thielen listed as questionable. Andrew Sandeo questionable. He did practice today but still needs to pass the last concussion protocol. Mackenzie Alexander is questionable, and Shamar Stefan has been ruled out of that game. Uh, when asked, by the way, Coach Zimmer, uh, Adam Thielen is listed as questionable, as John mentioned. Reporters asked, how did he look today? Zimmer said, questionable. <laughs> That's more informative than Belichick would have been. It really is. Timberwolves lose to Houston last That's night. That's dreadful, by the way, if he's questionable. That's not That's a, a good big, loss. Big, big loss if he can't I, play. I have a feeling he'll play, though. Timberwolves lose last night, 116-98 to Houston. They're back at home tomorrow night to play Toronto. Gophers a loser in Maryland last night. Now, tomorrow they're in New York to play in the uh, the very rare basketball hockey doubleheader at Madison Square Garden. The basketball game, the Gophers play Ohio State at 11 in the morning. Then the Gopher hockey team plays Michigan State at 7 o'clock. The uh, Timberwolves host Toronto tomorrow night. Correct. Isn't right. that what I said? I don't know. Sorry. But they host Toronto tomorrow night, and the Wild host Tampa Bay tomorrow night. It's hockey day And uh, it's hockey day in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and crashed ice is underway, and goodness gracious. And there's another fun event that you might want to attend. Uh, our uh, South St. Paul Mayor Jimmy Francis, friend yep. of Garage Logic, yep. is having his second annual inaugural event. It's a fundraiser for South St. Paul Caposia Days featuring Transit Authority. They're a Chicago tribute band. Yeah. It is this Saturday. Tomorrow, huh? From oh. 7 p.m. until midnight. Yep. Tickets are 10 bucks, and it's at the VFW Post 295. That's on Concord. Just be right off of Veterans Memorial Drive. You can't miss it, and it should be a good time. Jimmy always puts on a great show. That's from 7 to noon. Ten bucks, very affordable, and that's at the VFW Post two ninety five. Probably tax deductible, tax deductible, tax deductible. As yeah. one of my friends, said. is it seven to noon or seven to midnight? Seven to midnight, okay. twelve a.m. You just said seven to noon. That's Let's go with midnight. midnight. That's seven early. To midnight. Well, you never know with Jimmy what you're going to get. Like seven a.m. to twelve o'clock. It's like a breakfast buffet. Right. right. Good luck. News notes from today. Follow up to a story from the other day. Minnesota Republican Party leaders have agreed to let the party chairwoman take a 10% commission on large donations. What the hell is this? The party's executive committee voted last night to give Jennifer Carnahan the commission retroactive to the final quarter of 2017, in addition to her salary of $67,000. The 10% commission on large donations to the party totals what, about... What, what constructs a large donation? I don't know. For and me, they don't be, say reporting no, isn't what it no, used to be. Right. What is a large donation? Hundred grand? She gets ten grand of that? Why should she? The uh, total was t- she gets twenty four extra grand, so it was two hundred forty thousand total. I don't know hmm. how many I, donations. I, I, that would, I uh, smell a rat there. Carnahan, who was elected to the post in April twenty seventeen, said she earns less than some of the party's staffers who well, report to her. That's too bad, lady. Find another job then. Right. As harsh as that may sound, that's the way it is in the world. It's just ridiculous. Her predecessor, Keith Downey, also received a commission, but it was lower than 10%. The executive committee voted 11 to 3 in favor of the commission. Hmm. A man rooting for the New Orleans Saints to beat the Vikings in last week's game is now facing a felony domestic assault charge after his roommate alleged he knocked her into a glass table because he was mad about the result of the game. That a boy. That can't do is that. Really bad. You can't do that. 38-year-old Arcoyle Bordeo of St. Louis Park charged earlier this week in Hennepin County. According to the complaint... Wait a off- minute, this is a local guy? Yes. Who was angry that the Saints didn't win? Correct. He was rooting for the Saints. Kick him out of the state. He shouldn't even be a citizen right. of this state. 
According to the complaint, officers responded to a reported assault at an apartment on the 1400 block of Hampshire Avenue South in St. Louis Park Sunday night after the Vikings win. Bordeo's roommate alleged she came home to find him drunk and upset because he wanted the Saints to win the game. She then reportedly said he sat down on the couch while Bordeo went to his room. and He came back out after a short time, took the TV remote from her hand. When she tried to get it back, she alleges he knocked her over into the glass table. A complaint says the roommate said she got up and went to the TV, but that Bordeo pushed her into a wall then, causing a cut on the bridge of her nose. The complaint notes Bordeo has reportedly been convicted of four domestic violence-related oh, offenses. Honey, Here's Nicole Mitchell in the Channel 5 Weather Center. Hey guys, hope you're having a good afternoon. I think most of us are enjoying this 41 degrees, maybe another degree or two today, but this is right about our high. Uh, very warm compared to what we've had. Winds out of the southwest, even overnight, a temperature of 26. That's a couple degrees above the average Low high temperature for this time of year. Tomorrow, right around 38 degrees. And then we have big changes Sunday and into Monday. Still temperatures that stay in the 30s. But from Sunday evening, especially into Monday, we could easily be looking at a half foot of snow and some high winds on Monday to keep blowing that snow around. So Monday is going to be a rough commute day for us if you even get out of the house at all. So enjoy the next couple days before we get there. Now, I know you love the records. Record high for today, 49, uh, set in 1921. Okay. We're close to that. Yep. Record low, minus 34. That's set in 1970. You guys have a great afternoon. Thank you. Thanks, Nicole. All right, I'm going to need some help from the director of social media. Talk to me, bruh. <clears throat> Chris Schneider had an interesting piece in today's Minneapolis paper. Apparently what is happening, there are a lot of uh, what are being called pop-up party events for the Super Bowl. Yep. Okay. Uh, there's Is there a club in Minneapolis called Playboy? Uh, yes. Or a well, lounge? It's, or... It's, it's being converted to be called the Playboy Club. Okay. Yes. Uh, that's what Snoop Dogg there, Feb 3. Yep. That would be uh, Saturday night. What's Priv? Is it Priv or Prive? P-R-I-V with one of those umlauts. P-R-I-V-E with a thing above it. Priv. Uh, do you know what the ticket prices are? I've I, Let me take a stab at it. Yeah. Uh, this is the Saturday night before. And this is Snoop Dogg. Before the game. I, I would bet it's between 500 and 1,000. 500 is the lowest to $21,000. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Privé? Is there a place called Big Game? You're thinking Privé. There is. Yeah, so Joe, just to keep this in, in, in mind. I, I'll help me is I, why I'm saying Exactly. This. So a lot of these names that you're hearing, yeah. some of them are current establishments in the Twin Cities, in most cases in, in Minneapolis. But what happens is a lot of these large um, uh, nightclub, rep, like there's, there's a big one called Tau, the Tau Group, which is out of New York. Yeah. Well, they come to... The Twin Cities, they take over these clubs, They'll they rent buy a building them out, or something. and then they change the name of them right. in a lot of cases. Well, whatever that is, so. they're going to have Lil John, Jamie oh, yeah. Foxx, Rick Ross, uh, Feb 1 to 3, that's in the Lumber Exchange, $250 to $25,000. Mm -hmm. I'll take two fifty. Rolling Stone is going to throw a party, apparently, the magazine, Yep. with Migos. Uh, who's Migos? 
M-I-G-O-S. And they're going to throw this party at International Market Square. Have you ever heard of Migos? Migos. I'm looking up Migos right now. Have you ever heard of them, Reavers? I have not heard what of Migos. What about our guest? Any, uh, Jared, any you ever heard of Migos? No. no. Nope. Uh, those tickets are $700 to $30,000. Uh, American hip-hop trio from Lawrenceville, Georgia, formed in 2009. Thank you. Feb 3rd, there's something called Post wait, Malone. Wait, wait, wait. The trio is composed of three rappers known by their stage names, Quavo, Offset, and Takeoff. Yeah. Uh, P- Post Malone, whatever that is. Uh, it's in a Superdome, something called 360 Superdome. That's Feb 3. 750 to 21 grand. All right, here's my question. Yep. Who's going to pay that? Um, There will be a few... Residents. There won't be any locals. Uh, there will be a few, very few, but it, most of those will be uh, sold to people that are here from either out of town, maybe they're here um, as part of the league, what have you. But yeah, that it, there won't be many people that are from here. They're going to drop five hundred dollars to go to a to go to that event. Well, here's the other thing I want to know. Yeah, but if you get one or two to drop twenty four k, okay, set. you got the only person I've heard of here. Well, I've heard of Jamie Fox. Yes, I've heard of Snoop Dogg, Lil John. I have not heard of Lil John. Come on, sure you have. Lil John. No, and I have not heard of Migos. So here's my question: what What do you get? Let's say you're going to go see uh, Migos. Mm-hmm. What do you get for thirty grand as opposed to seven hundred dollars? My guess would be your top end. You're going to get a table with a server and, and all inclusive drinks. And in some, if you're buying the the five hundred dollar entry ticket, most of the times these performers or these these groups are tied in with a sponsor whether it's a liquor sponsor a vodka sponsor what have you and then their beverage like let's say for instance it's um Ciroc vodka mm-hmm. they're they're paying that agency to be the brand that night so you can drink that particular brand for free it's all one big windmilling is basically what it is this is uh i'm gobsmacked as they say in the uk i'm gobsmacked mm-hmm. i i know a handful of people in my life who could afford a $25,000 ticket to one of these things. They won't, of course, because they're not they right. didn't get wealthy by being idiots. Uh I I'm 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 shocked. That, um let me put it to you this way. Yeah. There's a reason that those 30 for 30s called broke exist. So this this might be, you know, uh uh, uh someone in attendance for uh for Snoop Dogg at Privé nightclub. And pays uh, twenty one grand. Yep, might be say a running back for another team. Correct. Uh, and I would and like then, to see it, Snoop Dogg. Whatever. And then, but like then hot. they wonder why they run out of money. Yep. Uh, now the word is to Sting will be in town. Yes. For a tailgate party. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that one? I have. Uh, he's in talks to headline an NFL Super Bowl. Well, it's it's called a pregame tailgate concert. But it's not just NFL players. I mean, there's a lot of people that are just fans of the league and of the game and, and are most likely going to the game that are, what, what whether they're another musical artist or whatever, that just have a lot of money. And they say they sneeze at spending twenty five grand for a night out ahead of the Super Bowl. Who's this? Uh, Usher. Because Little John. That's actually I'm not paying 21 grand for this. No? No. You'd have to pay me 21 grand to go to it. I got you can't take that. Rewind it back. Take us to break. We got to do a scramble. That's right. The Sands. 
is proud to present a wonderful new show, A Man and His Music. The music of Count Basie and his great band... The man is Joe Suchere. Huh? Yeah. I walk every day. Although there's snow on the roof, there's the fire, fire in the belly. You better believe it. Huh? How did all these people get in my room? <laughs> Uh, I didn't feel that. Terrible. Didn't feel that one. It was you want Come my take on these Super Bowl me, parties? We'll fly, we'll fly yes. Away. There are a hundred. Uh, is the director of social media in there? Hope so. Hope so. Right here. Uh, there are a hundred and fifty of these parties scheduled around and about, as they say, pop-up events that are going to draw the celebrities. Here's my take on these prices. I think it's absolute BS. I don't think anyone will pay twenty-one grand. I will make you a bet right now that nope. people will. I didn't get to finish my thought. Oh, if you are a wealthy enough celebrity that you can afford the twenty-one grand, yeah. they want you there. They'll comp you, so they can say you were at their event. Yeah, but Fred from Fred's Real Estate or whatever. Well, he's too Who smart. To he's player. not going to spend twenty-one. I grand. I cannot disagree with you. Write more. it off as a business expense. Really, yes, Reavers. yes. There will be. Well, how in the hell could you write that off as a business expense? <laughs> I'm not a fan of the IRS, but I'd put my foot down. Yeah, harump, harump. Uh, it's viewed as entertainment. I, I, I'm again. I, I'll tell you right now. There's going to be a lot of places that are going to be packed, and and people spending that kind of money. I think it's BS. I do too. I would never spend that kind no, of money. Well, no, I think I don't think I. Do, I think the ticket, the advertised ticket prices are BS. I don't think it's true. I don't think anyone will pay twenty one grand. To see uh, Migos, whatever they are. Little John, rewind no, back. No, I don't think so. I, don't, I really don't. Go make a smack because that's <laughs> isn't it something like that. Sure. Yeah, I'm not getting through to you, am I? You, you, uh, 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, we Minneapolis. Got one more week, bro. I know the show's over already. It's uh, already done. Hey, right. thanks to Jared in yeah, the back. Thank here. you very thanks much, going. and uh, see you Monday.